From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 330 for the week of August 14th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan a perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this segment, Nancy continues her Shopping 201 series and we're going to finish off Disneyland Park this week. Yes, we are. Awesome. We have Fantasyland, Toontown, and Tomorrowland. Okay. So, so great. Okay. Um, picking off where we left, picking up where we left off. Um, we had just finished Frontierland and Critter Country and all that good stuff. We have what, two other shows or three other shows? Something like that. Three other shows. Yes. Go back, listen to the other ones. Um, now there was one other. I did have one housekeeping from our last show. When I was um, puttering about through the shops the last time, I stopped again in um, Frontierland. And remember I talked about the um, Woody's Roundup machine in the um, the store in the corner of Frontierland where you enter Frontierland, which I cannot remember the name of. It's right next to the ba- Frontierland bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually got to watch it go because I was too cheap to throw a quarter in it la- the time before. And it is super duper cute. Can I just say it is really neat. It's um, a marionette, basically a marionette show. And he does uh, You Got a Friend in Me. And it's it's awesome. So I hardly recommend if you pop into that shop. to. And actually, I think they moved it closer to the door because it used to be back in the corner. Well, no, the last few, the last several months, I know okay. since I started this series, it has been in that spot closer okay. to the door. Okay. So it's not right next to the door, but it's within. It used to be fr- further in the back, like by the, by the screen and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Fantasyland. Okay. So Fantasyland, we are going to start off. You know, I think I'm going to start off with that cute little shop that's in Fantasy Fair. And I am quickly flipping through my photos <laughs> to catch the name of it because I am really sucky with names. I took lots of pictures. And Isn't it Fantasy not- Fair Gifts or something like that? Yeah, something, yeah. Something like that. This is really bad. Um, that I don't know. But I actually just realized I don't have all the pictures where I thought I did. So, keeping that in mind... <laughs> Bibbidi <laughs> Bobbidi Boutique Junior. Kinda, yeah. It it pretty much has all of the exact same things you would find in Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, all the costumes and everything. And I would actually choose to go there to buy stuff as opposed to, you know, if you wanted to pick stuff up ahead of time before you go to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Um, or prearrange to see what you need or what you can get. If you don't want to pay the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique price for the full, um, makeover, I would say pick your dress and stuff up at that little shop outside of Fantasyland and then go from there. Fairy tale treasures. Fairy tale treasures. Thank you. Thank you very Thanks. much. 
And it is a super cute little shop, and their decorations along the wall um, are really fun because they represent each one of the princesses. So you can go through and pick out whose items are what, which is kind of neat. Um, for instance, they have a little spinning wheel. They have um, a little... Like, there's a little Peter Pan hat, there's a crystal ball, there's, um, oh my gosh, just cute, 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 cute. Uh, so, keep in mind, do that. Um, simple, basic costume stuff, and autograph books. Since, obviously, this is right next to, um, the Royal Hall, um, for princess signing. So... That's our first place. Second shop, um, to, second shop closest, obviously, if you want to cut up the side of the castle, is the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Now, this is constantly hustle and bustle. So keep in mind their selection is a little broader, but sometimes you just want to get out of there because it's kind of claustrophobically arranged. It's very tight. Cute design um, points on this shop that I love is how they have all of the princess dresses hanging along the ceiling with, like, the Cinderella sewing mice. I thought that was really cute. They have all the accessories up on display above the, above the costumes. One of the things I'm really loving is they've really expanded the boys' selection of swords and shields. So you can get a wider variety. Now, keep in mind, even though these are um, closed cell foam weapons and shields, they still hurt like a son of a gun, and you can get a nice good welt on your leg from them. Just keep that in mind. So, while they're good, they even have crowns now, too. To For go dudes? with the Yes. Cool. They have, like... Um, like, one of the shields is kind of cool. It's got um, a rampant lion... Three fleur-de-lis and a, a rose. rampant lion. What does that mean? It's your standard um, King Richard lion, where he's standing up on okay. both legs with his little paws ahead. Okay. That's position in in heraldry is called rampant. Okay. <laughs> Again, as opposed to pass on, which is where oh, they're standing. Okay, on no, all four we feet. don't need to know all the different ways that lions. I think half ninety percent of the time you're full of crap. But you really sound like you're not, so I just love listening to you explain things. Like, look it up. No, you're probably. I I know. I know. That's why I don't question you anymore. But I've got that background like, in medieval history too. That's well. I, it's good to see that that that, that that's it comes you in handy. Now, finally. You know, it comes out occasionally. One one of the other features of the shop that I love, which divides up the actual salon portion of the boutique and the shopping portion, is this beautiful stained glass window of Cinderella's fairy godmother and the little um, her little bluebirds, which kind of separates the two rooms. Now, one of the things I like also about the salon is the way they have the salon done up. The walls are where the, um, the boutique stations where the, um, fairy godmothers in training transform the princesses. And then they have chairs down the center of the room that 
there's a set of chairs facing one direction, then a set of chairs um, right next to him, but they're turned the opposite direction. And so the chairs are turned so the family members can watch each one of the stations for the transformations, which is kind of cool. Um, so that's the back section of the shop where it used to be, um, like, other princess stuff when it wasn't the boutique. So... Very cool to note. And then, of course, the very last, um, it's worth sneaking back to the very back of the uh, salon area for the little diorama that's on um, the end of the wall because it's uh, Cinderella's dress as the birds were making it. You know, the one that gets ripped up by the evil stepsisters. And there's the classic book. It looks like do you remember when the Walt Disney Classics collections came out and they had the very original figurine maquettes from the Cinderella story? It looks exactly like several of those maquettes all set up. It's really cute. So that is the uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Now they offer four hairstyles uh, and then also a young man's hairstyle. They call it, call it the night. So you get the fairy tale princess, the pop princess, the Disney diva, which has a big old hair poof in the back, and the color star, and then the royal knight for the boys, which has uh, confetti and hair gel, and a sword and shield. So great shop, great little shop decor. I like that they even hang mirrors by the um, by the exit. So And they're right at the kids' height so they can see themselves as they're walking out the door. So that's pretty neat. Now, outside the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique is a little um, carriage cart. And I don't know the official name of it. I could not find a name on the actual cart itself or anywhere around it. But it sells a mix of snacks, ears... Um, glow items, sword shields. One of the coolest things I love about it is they have two racks which have horses' heads mounted at the top. So it looks almost as if uh, the horse, the carriage is being dra- could be drawn at any time by these two horses of merchandise. So it's cute. I like it. And then across the way, this is kind of like Shop Central, of course, as you come underneath through the castle. It's not so much about um, the attractions right off the bat, but the shops. So you have the Castle Heraldry Shop. Now this one's directly across from the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, and it sells um, researcher family crest and researcher family name heraldry items. So you can get a little story about your family name, as well as the coat of arms. Now, they also sell a wide range of um, Disney-oriented, as well as fantasy-oriented um, daggers, swords, knives. Um, they have a Pirates of the Caribbean one, which they're mounted crisscross through the skull, just like the movie logo. Uh Shields, all kinds of stuff like that, and I like that this shop still exists. 
Yes, it's been there for a very long time. And keep in mind, they will send these packages up to the front. You will not be allowed to carry packages <laughs> like that through the park. <laughs> so you can't ride pirates holding your sword? Right. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess you could ride pirates holding your sword, but that's a whole other show. Wow. Entirely. Oh, wow. <laughs> if you get the little cutlassy foam ones that they sell across oh, gotcha. the street okay. in the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Good save. I'm just saying. Now, one of the other notable things about the heraldry shop is this is where you're going to find another uh, U.S. mailbox. So right at the door of the shop, there's a U.S. mail letterbox, and you can drop that off, and it has a, um, is it a, is it actually a Disneyland postmark? I don't think it is anymore, is it? I don't think so. I think it's an Anaheim postmark. It's not. Yeah, you're right. It's an Anaheim. It, it's an Anaheim postmark. Years ago, it used to have a Disneyland postmark, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But this is, anyway, this is another location in the park where you can actually find a U.S. mailbox in case you've got a postcard that you bought and and uh, took along. But if you take your little letter or postcard over to Main Street to City Hall, they will, uh, and the, a cast member there will stamp a little Disneyland stamp on it. It's nothing special, but if you want a Disneyland, you know, you know, rubber stamp on it and then you know, put you know, post it. They'll do that. Okay. Now, the last shop in this area is the Enchanted Chamber. And this one is actually tucked into the castle underneath the Sleeping Beauty walkthrough attraction. So, this one, for those who are familiar, it used to be the Tinkerbell shop or the fairy shop. Or even um, the princess shop as well. And this one is actually nowadays themed for Sleeping Beauty. And behind the register, there's um, a little diorama of Aurora um, dan- as Briar Rose dancing with the owl and the bunnies and stuff with the prince's coat. So that's one of my, one of my favorite little dioramas in one of these shops. I just kind of like how cozy this little shop is. It mm-hmm. does get crowded, but the merchandise is pretty um, pretty reasonable. I do enjoy the selection. In fact, one of the coolest things I found in there, not only are they selling your usual princessy knickknacks, like fancy pens and autograph books and Tinkerbellioid things, um, there's no costumes in, in there, by the way. So don't think you're going to escape the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique and sneak into this other little shopping at Princesses. They have more dolls and things like that. Um, there's a new line of attractions glasses, which are awesome. They're um, standard highballs. I think I've seen those. They have them in and, there. Wow, interesting. Yeah, they have them tucked in there. And... The three that they had were Peter Pan, Mr. Toad, and um, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and uh, Dumbo. So keep in mind that they're really br- they're really focusing hard to bring back these attractions items, which I think is cool. Um, for me, I used to collect attractions magnets and movie magnets for the Disney ones. So I had heard rumor that they were making magnets for all of these attractions as well, but I'm really happy to find this um, highball glass series. And you can find Adventureland attractions, too. 
and Tomorrowland attractions in the glassware. So if you're setting up, you know, a custom Disney bar at home or, you know, you want to have just fun glasses to have with your everyday, these are definitely great ones to add to the list. Now, moving on, we have a couple more shops in Fantasyland. We, um, they're mostly on the outskirts. There is a, I can't flip through these pictures fast enough, I swear. So many great, um, great opportunities for photographing the cool details and shops and stuff. There is a cart over by Pinocchio, or past around the corner by the Casey uh, Jr. or by hmm? the old by the Casey Jr. Yes, the yeah. um, the Village House Restaurant. Yeah, That's what the, I want to say. By the Skyway. Yeah, by the old Skyway area. There's a series of carts there. They mostly sell fresh fruit and things like that. But there is a random knickknacks slash glows slash spinners. Um, hats kind of shop there. And then if you go the opposite direction towards the Matterhorn, you'll run into... You'll run into Le Petit Chalet. Now, this one is another one of those um, almost anything kind of Anything small kind of um, shops. Once again, hats, glow items. What we mean by glow items are the light-ups and the spinners and things like that. You can get snacks. Now, keep in mind, the only place you can get um, decent food discounts <laughs> on snacks is if you spend $10 or more at one of these little kiosks. You Don't have to spend $10. 10% for your annual pass holder. You don't have to spend $10. You don't have to for the annual nope. pass holder anymore? Nope. Nope. Oh, scratch that. It's been a while. Scratch that all. So, anyway, you can get your discount on the food snacks here. They've got, like, the popcorn bags and the mints and some of the smaller candy-type things. Also, lots and lots of ears, purses, um, Mr. Fans... A lot of these smaller kiosk buildings will sell your Mr. Fans and things to keep you comfortable throughout your journey into the park. Okay. Oh, here's that cart I found. Lots of popcorn at that other cart in um, po uh, um, popcorn and lollipops across from the Village House restaurant as well. Now, moving farther back into Fantasyland. What about the hat shop next to Dallas in Wonderland? Oh! How did I, how could I have forgotten the Manhattan? Not sure. It, it, no, it was just in a different <laughs> order in my pictures. Okay, cool. So the Mad Hatter, I love the Mad Hatter. Even though I don't buy those giant Disney hats, mm -hmm. I think the Mad Hatter shop is really amazing. For one thing, it's done up like the White Rabbit's house. So, as you guys have heard me talk about before, one of my favorite places for taking pictures of my kids every time we go or every other visit is the little white rabbit door um, that's on the side of the Mad Hatter shop. And it's a great place to gauge their, you know, size as they're growing up. Well, that theming continues inside the shop as well. When you go in the Mad Hatter shop, um, the dioramas that are above 
are like the white rabbit's dining room, the white rabbit's bedroom, little things like that. Really, really cool. And then another thing I like, I especially like that they did in that particular shop, since it is a hat shop and everyone is trying on hats, is they have those giant mirrors. And they're mounted, raised up on the ceiling and tilted. So seven people can stand there and try on a hat at the same time and use the same mirror, which is great. Now, the Mad Hatter shot is also important because it's one of the other hat embroidery stations. There's about four or five of them scattered throughout the park. And this is one of the other great locations. Now, it's not the emptiest location. Most people usually, like I said, they stop on Main Street and go for that location to get their hats embroidered. Some people go over to Frontierland. Um, like I said, back um, by Splash Mountain, that's probably one of my favorites with the shortest lines. This is probably second longest of all the lines for um, for getting hats embroidered. Is it the Mad Hatter? Since it is so popular being right there on the corner but you can get pretty if you can't find the hat you want there it probably doesn't exist or it's out of stock so keep that in mind when looking at the Mad Hatter the other cool thing about the Mad Hatter is it does have one of the teacups outside of the more central um, entrance location so you can um, you know pose for pictures in the teacup there now as we move um, back along to um, the back side of Fantasyland, you have the Fantasy Fair Gifts Kiosk. Um, once again, another one of those little in-the-middle-of-everything shops. This one specializes in small plush, lollipops, popcorn bags, glow, the usual kind of thing, occasional pins here and there. Um, pretty much basic, simple, small items. Now, actually, looking at my pictures, it looks like lately they've moved the pins and they've moved them into the It's a Small World toy shop, which is right across the way from Fantasy Gifts, uh, Fantasy Fair Gifts. And the Small World toy shop, you walk, you can't miss it. You have to walk through it almost always to get off It's a Small World. I like the theming inside. It seems like it's really dark from the outside, but once you get in there, it's all the ceilings are painted like sky, and they've got a really cute little small world Mary Blair style dollhouse atop the center fixture. This is where you can get directly small world themed merchandise and dolls of any other variety, as well as the most popular movie dolls that that are in existence. There's two fun little cases that have. Um, Mary Blair style dolls in them, you know, kind of tying it all into the small world attraction. Um, and literally you walk down the steps when you exit the ride to get into it. Straight ahead of you when you leave the small world attraction is your small world items on that central kiosk. Um, they also have the, it's the new line of it's a small world Doonies in there. Um, so surprisingly enough, you can actually buy a Dooney and Burke purse themed to the attraction in that particular kiosk, in that particular kiosk shop, and there are a lot of pins in that shop as well. Um, 
every with every movie change, like you could get all of the Merida toys there. Now you can get all the Frozen toys there, so it'll keep pace with the dolls and toys from whatever the current movie is. Um, so the stock change, stock changes regularly. You can get Princess Banks here. You know, you can get the little um, the little uh, PVC banks. You get, you guys know what I'm talking about, yep. right? Oh yeah, we have a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I love about this shop is, you know, they have the Barbie-style Disney princesses or the Mm -hmm. Mattel-style Disney princess dolls. That Mary Blair dollhouse I told you that tops the center fixture has those Barbie-style princess dolls on each of the little balconies all the way around. It turns around um, during... A day, you know, the day in the shop. It actually is a revolving display, which I think is kind of cute, too. So that's pretty much all of our Fantasyland shops, not including, like, the face painting location um, across from the Matterhorn entrance. Um, And, yeah, I think that's the only face painting location they have nowadays um, because they moved the one that was by... Didn't they move the one that was by the Tinker, where you exited Tinkerbell? Because they moved all of the merchandise from there it, as you exited Pixie Hollow. Isn't that kind of? Or do no, I think it's still there. I think it's still there. I think the face painting. I know is there. they moved the mer- they moved the mace- they moved all the merchandise away from there though. Yeah, they have like the the artwork and stuff like the customized artwork over by Matterhorn. Yeah, next to Edelweiss snacks. Where you can get, um, like, the Disney characters as the letters in your kid's name and stuff like that. So, so that's pretty much Fantasyland. Okay. Um, now, moving onward, we're going to move back into Toontown. And there's really not a ton of shopping in Toontown. It's more, there's a lot more, um, small food kiosks. But the biggest uh, store back there is the uh, Gag Factory. Mm-hmm. And that is situated kind of in between um, Roger Rabbit, kind of at the end of the Roger Rabbit ride. You know, you can come out and turn to the right and go into the Gag Factory. The Gag Factory, its biggest feature is, A, you can get hats embroidered there, and B... It's home to the Creatineers. Do they still have that? Are you sure? I think so. They had it the last time I went in there. I don't, I, no, I, I haven't been in there in a I couple months. I don't think they have it anymore. I really don't. I think I looked. Because okay. we had talked I'll about it. To... A, we had talked about it in a previous podcast, so I made a point of looking. And I don't okay. think that program exists anymore. Oh, well, you know what? It probably doesn't since they've come out with so many customers. Yeah. But this is a really great place besides the Mad Hatters and um, the uh, Fantasyland. The Critter Country one. Critter Country. It's If you want a hat, go all the way back there. Mm -hmm. It's... The selection has always been good. It's always been laid out well. And they do have a few embroidery machines back there as well. So the one thing I like is it's a bit of random merchandise along the side. They have the um, string it together jewelry 
where you can, you know, pick the beads out. They can go on bracelets and stuff like that. And also they have a section of more um, current lines off to the exit that comes out on the other side of the fireworks factory explosion pumping the thing. <laughs> okay. It, do you know what I mean? No. There's two, there's two entrances to the okay. gag factory. Okay. One comes out closer to the food areas and the bandstand. And the other one is closer to the entrance of Roger Rabbit. Right. So the side, um, the side that would be more towards the bandstand is reserved for more current, um, soft good and collect more collectible type lines, mm -hmm. the newer, more focused, um, merchandise lines, usually themed around Mickey since it is Toontown, whereas the more generic stuff is found in the rest of the shop. Okay. So, Disney still tries to keep some of the generic and non-generic tied, you know, kind of yeah. a little bit apart from yeah. each other. But you can get autograph books, considering, you know, Mickey is front and center there. You can get autograph books and stuff, and pens, and um, nicer merchandise there also. So, keep that in mind. I'm... I literally, I haven't made it back to Toontown in a couple of visits, and I feel really guilty now that I didn't do that before the <laughs> shopping section, which I, because I kind of forgot about them. I don't really shop in Toontown yeah, very much. Yeah. It, it's just kind of a throwaway shop. It's got a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it used to have more specialty merchandise. Like I said, when, they used to give you a reason to go back there, yeah. like with the building year. Yeah. And then what was the program they did before the building year that was big that they had put in that shop? No idea. I can't even remember. I remember that was like when the Beanie Baby ones were Jeez. were such the rage. You could get those. That was a special yes. focus back there. Um you know, some of those fun creative yeah. product lines they used to try and put back there as a reason to draw people right. to the back. But I, I just don't see that as much anymore. Yeah. All right. Tomorrowland. Okay. Tomorrowland. Now, we have a, a few shops there. And let me real quick pull up the page because I can never, with the exception of Star Traders, I can never remember the shop names. Little Little it's Green Man and... Yeah, and then there's the new sort of a new expansion to Tomorrowland Traders that they are Star Traders that they um, put down towards the exit oh, near the, the arcade. arcade. Starcade. Yeah, the Starcade. It's kind of weird what they're doing with that one. Yeah. Now we've talked. It, let's just go make a beeline straight for Star Traders because okay. that's your major shop. Yeah. That's your main place to go in Tomorrowland, and. There you're going to find build your own lightsaber, uh -huh. build your own droid. Yep. Wait, build your own droid? Yeah, it's a little R2-D2 thing. Yeah, oh, you can but, like put um, together little pieces of little little different droid pieces and make your move, little... Does it move... Um... It doesn't... It's not, it's not like robot. It doesn't move, does no, it? No, it's just like no, a collectible figure. It's just figure. cool, though. 
Okay. It's a cool figure you can, you know, make and put on your desk at work or on your computer <laughs> and, and terrorize your fellow coworkers with. You know, or maybe kind of for kids to play with. I don't know. Oh, that yeah. new toy. <laughs> kids buy this stuff? Really? Yeah. <laughs> now, um, some of my favorite things about Star Traders, since they upgraded Star Tours a couple years ago, one of my favorite things about this shop is to watch the um, the silhouettes go by mm-hmm. as as people are boarding the shuttles to Ender and or the shuttles to wherever you're flying off to. It's kind of cool. It's almost as if it's like a moving walkway and you can see all the different um, races of the Star Wars universe go by. It's kind of kind of cool. Have you guys ever noticed that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, the other fun thing I love, I love in here, you know, of course, right as you enter the main entrance off of um, the central area of Tomorrowland, the central walkways, is you notice all your Star Wars merchandise. That's all front and center, including my favorite shirt ever, which is the, well, two, my two favorite shirts ever. One is the, you know, the faces of a storm, you know, the emotions, <laughs> emotions of a stormtrooper. Storm yeah. <laughs> and the other one is the judge me by my size, will you, little kid shirt. Right. <laughs> Can I go bit. off for five minutes about how I don't like how Disney's Disney fights uh, Darth Vader? Or no? Oh, man. You can't tell me that you don't love the t-shirt with him sitting in Dumbo with a Mickey bar. No. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I Here's agree. Why. Darth Vader was evil. Pure evil. He's one of those evil, iconic characters in American cinema. And we've turned him into this cute buffoon. That's the problem I have with them. Like, no. I understand there were... Yeah, no, but... Okay, I know. I get your point, though. Like, I, I... Okay, now I know this might be a little bit of a stretch, but not for children. Like, yeah. okay, if all of a sudden Hannibal Lecter is... this Does anybody remember? Anakin killed, like, a bunch of children. Like, he was an evil Didn't person. they blow up the whole planet? Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, he was awful. And, and, and he was scary. It's funny, my son actually talked to me about this the other day. He was saying, like, yeah, with Disney, I'm a little worried that they're going to make it all, like, cute and stuff. And he said, that kind of bothers me because when I was a kid, it was, like, this really cool, scary thing. And now it's, like, that, any other character I can live with, it's that they've made Darth Vader into this oafish. Oh, come on. Fandom has been doing that. Star Wars fandom has been doing that to Darth Vader for decades. That's different. I, like, I know there was that whole YouTube thing with Chad Vader. That was funny, but it was his brother. It was Darth Vader's brother, and it wasn't the company that owns the character. My thing is now we're going to have a new Star Wars movie, and Darth Vader's going to be evil again, but for a generation of kids. Well, but yeah, but isn't it cute when he eats the ice cream? I just my own. I I know it's my own thing, but I don't think I'm alone with that. No, I agree with you, and I hate at um, you know Star Wars weekends over in that other park. Um, at Disney Hollywood Studios where they have them dancing on stage and it's like a whole thing where, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't like it. He almost killed his own son. Like, think about that. Like, this is an evil dude. And now he's eating Mickey bar. Like, that's... He cut off his son's hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Darth Vader. Like, I don't just... I just, I'm really... I hate it. I hate it with a passion. And I... Love Star Wars. I'm not a Star Wars geek by any means. 
But and I love Disney. We know that. I just don't like how they've like I can handle the the faces of a stormtrooper. That bugs me a little bit, but I can handle it. I can handle the the, the Yoda, the Mickey with the lightsaber, all that. It's the Darth Vader's become the Mickey of Star Wars. <laughs> Mickey's a nice guy. No, he didn't it's try the to whole. Kill. No, I. It's the whole no the air the the fandom aspect that I was I was commenting on is is there's always been jokes in the fan community for decades about Star Wars about Darth Vader being the model dad and what if Darth okay, Vader the model dad different. did this but that's different even though it's supposed to be a shopping that's different. it's not quite no it's different. it is Here's but the reason it isn't why it's different because it's the fan community that gets that he's evil that's why it's funny but. Well, Every yeah, day. and that's the whole point. That would be ironic that Darth Vader, you know, what if Darth Vader was... A- but there's a... Wow, I'm getting... This is getting yeah. into, like, this serious sociological discussion. But there's Isn't a point, it, though? Yeah, but I there's a this. point when <laughs> the joke, the the, the, the right. irony in the joke becomes what it, the, the norm. Okay, so the and, photo... And Disney, the, the Darth Vader has now... It's not funny anymore. It's just who he is. You understand? So, like, what... That's my issue is that now because of what Disney's done, and I'm not even saying with, and it's basically just because of merchandise, all, all the right. cool shirts and stuff, that now the irony is lost and the joke is lost. It's not funny anymore because now it's become what it is. Wow, that's deep. Wow. Michael, help me out on that. <laughs> I've been agreeing with you, Tony. Okay. <laughs> That's why I like Michael. He agrees with me. <laughs> all right, so what else do they have in the shop? Okay. Yeah, other than so- Darth Vader being cute. Well, of course, you can get the usual hats and T-shirts and stuff. You can also get um, most of the line of DTEC products. Okay. Um, so that's all your, you know, your earbuds and headsets and case, phone cases, pa- iPad cases, covers, you know, smartphone accessories, whatever. You can get that all there as well, um, along with hats and random park shirts and stuff. Now they've added an extension. Like they're it seems like they're slowly making the arcades smaller. Mm-hmm. And they've added an extension down lower for toys. Right. And uh girls products, like there's a whole line of Minnie Mouse type stuff. Don't kids they have like the, the, those those Pillow things in there too, pillow pads and yeah, yeah. the pillow pads and stuff are, are over in more sections of the park as well. Yeah. You're also gonna find your penny your penny presses and stuff, and maybe one show I'll sit down and I'll do um, a segment on penny pes- presses and quarter presses around the park, which is a whole nother mm-hmm. aspect of shopping and souvenirs. Because my kids are just starting to get into that. So maybe we'll do a segment on penny presses if there's enough people who say they might be interested in that. Um, so that's pretty much Star Traders in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Across the street from it, as you all know, you have two ways to get out of Buzz Lightyear. You can take <laughs> the path to the right, which takes you to almost certain peace and quiet. <laughs> or you can take the path to the left and go through the Little Green Army Men shop. And the Little Green Army Men shop is two-thirds of the way devoted... No, let's take that back. One-third of the way devoted to um, to Toy Story merchandise. 
and two-thirds a pin trader establishment. <laughs> mm-hmm. So here is your major source of pins in the park, I would say, at this point. Granted, you can get pins on Main Street. You can get pins in Frontierland. This is your, I would say, the prime pin trading location other than what used to be the music store. Wouldn't you say? Um, I mean, they, I think they all have... Oh, this. the Fantasy... Or the, the Frontierland store is pretty The Frontierland store probably carries the same merchandise, but I think it's easier to get around in the Little Green Men shop. Yes. That Frontierland shop gets kind of crowded. Yeah. And have they reopened the the New Orleans Square Pin Shop? No, it's it's not there anymore. It's, it's, it's something else. Oh, that's entirely. right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so needless to say, a lot of people go here. And then they also um, used to have pin trading on the tables outside of the store. No more. Which is... No more. Yeah, so there are still some tables there, but there's also now there is a kiosk for guest services. Yep. Can I can I mention I'm really liking all of these new kiosks that they're putting all around the park for guest services? Well, that's for the DAS program. Right. Yeah. But there's still kiosks that you can ask questions right. if you need it. Yep. And I think that that's really good that they're – Making more of a guest services presence in the park. Mm-hmm. Um, just in general. So, that's good. So, back to shopping. Now, we've talked about those. The other shop that some people miss used to be the Radio Disney, Radio Disney <laughs> Studio. <laughs> if anybody remembers, underneath the whatever they call that interplanetary call thing... <laughs> that doesn't run anymore. Um, what do they call that thing nowadays? Other know. than a hunk of junk that could probably be ripped out as well. Yes. Okay, so we take that out. We take interventions out. We <laughs> different take the show. Utopia different out. show. Yeah, but the people should listen. Darn it! <laughs> listen so to gonna, our main news we're show this refer week. To things, whether they like it or not, <laughs> to force them to listen. The eight fourteen show. Were you paying show. attention? You weren't paying attention. That's your fault. I'm not going to go back. Actually, I'm not that kind of a teacher, but let's pretend I am. Okay, so what's that called? The la- the something landing or something, isn't it? <sighs> Tomorrow landing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, question. Hmm. All of this merchandise used to be in the back on the pathway towards the train station, correct? There's still a, like, there's still a shop over there. Is there still a shop yes. there? Because you don't have it listed on the Diz. Maybe it doesn't have a name. I don't know. I see, and I didn't make it back there this last time because I never get on the train by the, there. By the restrooms back there, the hidden restrooms back there. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there's still a little shop back there, little kiosk. Okay, all of the hats and stuff that they sell at the Tomorrow Landing all used to be in that little shop in the back. Okay. So that kind of surprised me when they all moved it forward and stuck it under there because it. They um, this is a, also another place you can get the Wookie backpacks. And the Yoda backpacks, which... Fine with those. That's okay. <laughs> it's no Well, it's so cute. I think the Yoda ones are really cute because I it's said, like I Luke like training. That's fine. Yes, that's great. I just don't want Darth Vader eating ice cream. 
How about Stormtrooper? And then he murders human beings. <laughs> That's so cute. Have you seen the uh, the YouTube videos of the um, of the um, Stormtrooper dance troupe? No, but I will. They're they're really funny. Shop they're good dancers. So the tomorrow there. landing. Anyway, tomorrow landing, lots and lots of hats. So this is yet another hat place. No embroidery. But they have all the really cool selections of ears. Like, there are so many new ears mm-hmm. that I can't keep up with yeah. them all. There's now princess-themed ears. There's uh, villain-themed ears. There's... Fancy dressy dress up ears. Um, there's saloon girl ears. There's steampunky oid ears. There's ears, ears, ears. That's all I gotta say about it. Ears. Lots of ears. And then finally, if we discount the little shop that may or may not be there by the bathrooms by Utopia, um, which used to sell hats, um, there is the Final little shop that sells um, Autopia driver's licensey things. Mm-hmm. Right there as you get off the Autopia. And I think that's one souvenir that's inexpensive and fun is for your kid to have their very first driver's license with their picture when they're really, really little. I don't know. That's just me. I don't know how you guys feel about it. <laughs> It's fine. Until they tear it out and destroy it. No, I actually have my girls' stickers. You know, the little stickers from that that you can stick on your driver's license. And um, and I have them in their, their little memory baby box. Because my girls got them when they were like a year old or something like that. A year or two old. So, I think it's a really cute little souvenir to have the little Utopia driver's license. They're so cute. Anyway. Um, actually, I do have it listed on this. It's the Utopia Winter Circle. Is that the yes. name of that shop back there? Yep. So, so I'm, that, I'm not wrong. And that brings it used to be called much. the Hatmosphere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Google. Okay. <laughs> the internet is so cool. <laughs> you can find anything. So, um, the only other thing I didn't mention is the pictures you can buy when you get off Space Mountain. And that's, of course, right at the exit of the attraction. And that's about it. That is shopping Disneyland. Yay! Now, now we had to cross the Esplanade. Yeah, let's do it right now. I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Buena Vista Street. I don't have enough day. money to do that right now. Yeah. Uh, yes, next time we'll be uh, we'll start a DCA series with Buena Vista Street. That'll be one whole show. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's. that's- um, and then, of course, we'll go through California Adventure. We'll do that probably in about two or three shows. Um, Cars Land is going to be its own, obviously. That'll be in 2018. We'll get to that one. And then, um, and then we'll move into downtown Disney and the hotels after that. Okay. And then let's Woo. hit them all. Hey, man, we could do the outlet shopping. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Nancy. Thank- oh, no, City Walk. We'll have to do city wa- shopping in City Walk. There's no shopping point. in City Walk, hardly. City. There's tons of shopping at City Walk at Universal. Oh, City Walk. I'm thinking, sorry, I'm thinking Garden we'll have Walk. To do city walk I'm thinking Universal. Garden Walk, my we'll bad. We'll have to do shopping at Knott's. Oh, my God. We could do, like, 
three days. All right, turn, let's turn off Nancy now. Click. Okay. So, <laughs> anyway, shop, 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 shop. There you go. That's what we're here for. All right, thank you, everyone. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disney Night shows this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.